appreciate God and appreciate our choir today. God bless the choir. Amen. 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 You know, you should not be missing church. Let's be seated. You know, this is another level. Another level. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, choir. Uh, Brother Landry, the Lord bless and increase you. God will perfect your way in this nation. This nation will open up for you and God will satisfy you and set to you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We appreciate your contribution and we appreciate what you are doing. Hallelujah. Please choir from next Sunday. Let's do the let's do the hymn. There's something to plug it onto before that. Hallelujah. Please choir next Sunday. Let's sing the hymn before the praise and worship. Okay? Or you put it in between. Just rearrange it. Hallelujah. Amen. Momo lorun ti mo sin. Jesus mi momo. Momo lorun ti mo sin. Eni ja mi kule rara. How excellent is your name. How excellent is your name. How excellent is your name. Oh Lord. Let the children go to their section. How excellent is your name. How excellent is your name. How excellent is your name. Is your name, oh, oh Lord, how beautiful, how beautiful is your name, oh Lord, how beautiful. Let me put it as housekeeping. I know it's very hot. We'll put on the maximum number of fans we can. I think there's a brand new fan under here. Can we set it up? Those men who are skilled in setting it, let's set it up to increase the fan here. Also, we have a pack of water in the freezer in my office. If we can just get, if, I, if you need to rehydrate yourself. So, just speak to Pastor Mrs., she'll be able to bring some in, and then we'll be able to drink it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I know God will set to us in the name of Jesus. Uh, but our back's bed is on the 19th of this month. Please, let's celebrate him. 
19th of this month. Let's celebrate him. He's been standing and he keeps standing. You will not fall, you will not falter. Grace will keep you in the name of Jesus. And also, like I said, on the 19th, I mean on the 24, we have a wedding in the house. Please, we are the host because it's my spiritual father's daughter. So, uh, though I'll be celebrating the marriage, and my spiritual father will be walking the daughter down the aisle. Let us try to be there. Let us try to be here. Okay, they put it up. Hallelujah. Grace will keep us in Jesus' name. Open to Genesis 49, verse 19. Genesis 40. I'm going to be brave. I sent a flyer out yesterday. Please, let's be proud of ourselves. When, we, when there's a flyer, let's put it as a status. You don't know people who need God and who will come in and be blessed. Are you coming out or you are staying in? <laughs> are you coming out or you are staying in? Stagnation is not the plan of God for you. Staying in a place is not the plan of God for you. God wants your life to be better than it is now. God wants you to move forward. And I put it there, I am crossing over. And I know you are crossing over. From poverty to riches. From lack to plenty. From unsettlement to settlement. You are crossing over. In the name of Jesus. In this season, you will carry your testimony. In this season, you will carry your breakthrough. In the name of Jesus. Let's look at this scripture. I'm going to read the lengthy scripture. But let's just read the first one. Genesis 49 verse 19 summarizes most of the things we are going through. That's why I know no matter what you are passing through, no matter what you are going through, you are crossing over. Amen. Nothing can stop you, nothing can delay you. Amen. The man that left you thinking you will keep on crying, he will come to beg on his knee. Amen. When the Lord lifts you up, when the Lord lifts you higher, what they have concluded that you will not get when you have plenty of it, they will come to us. We are is your God. Uh, who is this God? Let's follow you. That will be your testimony. Over those children, you will rejoice. Over that business, you will rejoice. Over your career, you will rejoice. Your, your decision that you took about five, ten years ago, some in the last one year that you are saying, Have I taken a wrong decision? Hear the word of the Lord, you will celebrate that decision. You will celebrate that decision in the name of Jesus. The Bible says in Genesis 49, 19, it said, God, a troop shall overcome him. A troop means many. A troop means legion. It said, a troop shall overcome him, but it shall overcome at last. Say to yourself, I will overcome at last. I will overcome at last. The enemy will not win over me, and we overcome at last in the name of Jesus. Now, our main text that summarizes Luke 8, 26. I'm going to, going to read up to 49. It's a lengthy one, but if the IT can help me to be fast. Luke 8, from 26. After the story of Jesus saying, let's cross over. Let's, let me read. And they arrived at the country of the gatherings. 
which is over against Galilee, 27. And when he went forth to land, there met him out of the city a certain man which had devil long time and wear no clothes, so he was naked. Neither abode in any house, so he's homeless. But in the tomb, he lived in the cemetery. He's naked. He has no house, but he lives in the cemetery. Next verse. 28. And when he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him, and with a loud voice said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God most high? I beseech thee, torment me not. 29. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For often time it had caught him, and he was kept bound with chain and in fetters. And he broke the bands and was driven of the devil into the wilderness. And Jesus asked him, saying, What is thy name? And he said, Legion, because many devils were entered into him. 31. And they besought him that he would not command them to go out into the deep. They besought him. Another person said they begged him. They plead, Jesus, don't send us out into the, into the wilderness. And there was there an herd of many swine feeding on the mountain, and they besought him that he would suffer them to enter into them, and he suffered them. They then went the devil out of the man and entered into the swine, and the herd, the her, that's the herd of swine, Ran violently down his teeth, placed into the lake, and were choked. When they that fed them saw that was done, they fled and went and told it in the city and in the country. 35, I'm going to 39. Then they went out to see what was done and came to Jesus and found the man out of whom the devil were departed, sitting at the feet of Jesus. Clothes, go back, clothes, and in the right mind, and they were afraid. Instead of rejoicing, they were afraid. They also which saw it told them by what means he was possessed of the devil was healed. Then the whole multitude of the country of the Gadarene land about besought him to depart from them. For they were taken with great fear. And went up into the ship and returned back again. Now the man out of whom the devil was departed besought him that he might be with him. Jesus sent him away saying, that's my last verse. Return to thy own house and show how great thing God has done unto thee. And he went his way and published throughout the whole city how great things Jesus has done unto him. Let's bow our heads to pray. Father in heaven, I ask that your grace will be upon us today in the name of Jesus. Whatever has made us to be lonely, whatever has driven us away from our own people, 
whatever has put us in a corner and is continuing to harass us. Lord, let there be a deliverance today in the name of Jesus. Set us free. Set us loose. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. If you remember this story, there was a side I didn't read. Jesus was sleeping in the boat. And a great storm came. And the disciples said, Care not that we perish. God and Jesus, you are sleeping. And there's a storm. You want us to die? They woke him out of the sleep. And after he woke up from the sleep, the Bible said he rebuked the wind. And he rebuked the waves. And the whole stopped. Now, going to verse 26, where I started the message from, 26. Listen, what you have been through is not important until you know where you are going. Can I repeat that? What you have been through is not as important as where you are going. Because where you are going cannot be evaluated I mean, what you have been through cannot be evaluated until you know where you are going. So, if I'm writing an exam and I'm, sleep, I'm not sleeping at night at all, when I look at the exam, I look and say, why I was not sleeping is because of the exam. It's different from when depression hooked me and I can't sleep. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, you evaluate what you are being through or what you are going through by the virtue of where you are going. And at times, you take a decision at times that nobody around you appreciate. Can I repeat? You take a decision where nobody around you appreciate it at all because they don't know where you are going. And so, people will criticize you why will he take that decision? Why will he do that? Why is he doing that? Why did he take that so much risk? To them, they don't know where you are going. And I want to tell somebody here this morning. Please, we are, when God puts something in your spirit and you are running with it, not everybody will agree with you. And you don't need the approval of everyone. If you are waiting for the approval of everybody, you are not going to get there. Yeah. Approval of everybody means you will remain stagnant. Where you are going, we explain the stress you are able to take in. What you intend to achieve we explain the level of stress you are about to take in. The Bible said Jesus was going. And the storm came. The wind came. Boisterous on the sea. Listen, it is not an ordinary storm. It is not an ordinary wind. It is just there to distract Jesus. And to stop him from getting to where he's going. The question is this. How do you handle the storm of life? 
When everything seems against you, when nothing seems working and the storm is going boo, 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 blowing the ship around, are you able to seek him, maintain your peace? When you wake up in the middle of the night and the temperature of the child just go up, you table sponge the baby, temperature is not coming down. Can you still maintain a peaceful mind? Can you hold on to that child and say, child, God gave you to me. Whatever happened to your temperature that goes up is coming down. Hallelujah. How do you maintain peace? When you are about to climb the toppest ladder of your career and blue, 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 and the ladder fell off. How do you maintain your peace? How do you undo it? When it remains a week to the wedding and the man says, I'm not doing it again. The question is this. Have you ever allowed the devil to drive you to a solitary place? Let me explain this. Have you allowed the devil to take you away from your people and put you in a corner where you are blaming everybody? Where you see everybody does not understand what you are going through? Where you think everybody never understands your language anymore and he put you in a corner and you are crying day and night uh, instead of praying uh, what you know is crying. Instead of praying is cutting yourself out. I'm talking to anybody. The Bible says, it said this man he was living in Gadarene. Gathering means a storm that cannot be controlled. A storm that is out of control. That's the name of the place. And Jesus was met with a storm that is out of control. But Jesus spoke to the wind. Look at the description of this man. I, I just have about another 15 minutes and be out of this preaching. The Bible says it was among the tomb, he said, we are no clothes. He's empty. He's naked. He said, when they chained him, he cut the chain and he cut himself. Have you been cutting yourself? Can I talk to somebody? Have you been cutting yourself? Say, I'm not good enough. That is cutting yourself. I don't know how to do it. I, I'm not a good parent. I don't know how to raise children. I don't know how to manage money. I, I, I think I, I'm a failure. That is cutting yourself. Oh, maybe I'm the reason why my marriage broke down. Maybe, I, maybe I'm the reason why all this evil is coming to me. That is cutting yourself. Oh, maybe I'm not even good for anything. Why, why, why did I take this step? Maybe God didn't even order me to come to London. Maybe I just came out of mistake. Maybe I just follow people going to London and I just hear them say London is good and I just go. You are cutting yourself. 
Because what happens is then you put yourself in a corner and you keep on complaining, you keep on crying, you keep on maligning yourself, saying you are not good enough. But hear the word of the Lord. God that created you did not put you in a corner. One of the things the enemy does is to take you away from people that love you. You see, when the, when the devil wants to destroy a man, my sister, it will make him to feel nobody like him. There are preachers, pastor, they will finish preaching because nobody clap. They feel they didn't preach well. Maybe the word you said touched their heart that they can't even lift their hand up because of how heavy but they, oh, maybe I'm not accepted in this church. It's because I'm not the senior pastor. Hallelujah. Our dear brother sang so beautiful today. See the response at the end. Do you know if nobody clap? The worship at the end was enough for nobody to clap. Eh? It took us straight back to God in the end worship. Unless everybody just finishes that worship and you sit down. If it's not strong enough, you say, wow. Maybe my voice is not good. Maybe I don't, maybe that's not what the church, this church wants. There are so many of us who lock ourselves in the corner and we keep on cutting ourselves. We keep on destroying ourselves. We are saying we are not good enough when God has not said it. So what the devil does is to put you in a corner. What the devil does is to make you to cut yourself. What the devil does is to make you to, to see yourself as nobody. God did not see you that way. Never allow the devil to separate you from your loved ones. The biggest tactics, when you talk of depression, depression started when somebody withdraw himself. Is it not? Those, huh? it, that is the first step of depression. It's withdrawal symptom. It withdraw to, and so the Bible says this guy was put in the tomb. He was naked. He, was, he has no house. He was living in the tomb in the cemetery where nobody will want to stay. I know UK cemetery is different from Africa cemetery. Eh? People will go on Saturday, carry their food, go to cemetery in London, carry flour, do chairs, sit down, lie down. Do they do it in Nigeria, Mama? Tell your man, lost cemetery, lost Saturday. Do they do it? Somebody wake up on Saturday morning, say, I want to go and spend some time with my dead relative. Even the anointed, when they go to cemetery to do burial, they are careful. Hallelujah. But go, go, go on Saturday. Just take a drive. There was a cemetery very close to Ripple Road. One Saturday, I just drove around. There are more than 20 families with flour, with their food, doing picnic among the dead. 
Listen, the Bible said when Jesus crossed over, why is it that the man did not recognize Jesus, but the devil in him recognized? It was not the man crying, it was the devil. It was the demon inside him. And so when you are dealing with people who are depressed and they are talking trash, it is not them talking, it is the spirit inside them. So the Bible said, the devil said, why have you come to tormentor? The spirit was talking to Jesus. Because the Bible called the man the demon possessed. Listen, the demon can possess your best friend. How do you separate the spirit from the person? How do you separate the spirit tormenting? How do you handle the spirit that is tormenting your loved ones? The Bible said, the man said, ah, the spirit said, please don't torment us. So we, we are ready to leave this man. But we are not ready to leave this region. How many spirits have been cast out in your father's house and the spirits still remain there? You go born again, you say you go through deliverance, but the spirit is still waiting, looking for the next person to inhabit. I was talking with my lovely brother as we are driving to church today. Virtually in every man of God, you will see one demon possessed. Hallelujah. You will see one that is tormented by the devil. Hallelujah. But the Bible says a truth will overcome you. It said, but you will overcome at last. I don't care how tough it is in your life. I don't care how tough it is in your family. You will overcome at last in the name of Jesus. The devil said, don't send us out of this region. We have equity. We have investment here. Devil is trying to protect his investment. He said, leave us here. Hallelujah. Who got uh, precious to sing this morning? Is it Brother Landry that got uh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God you sang. He ran, he ran into, no, they forced him into choir. He ran out of the choir. Thank God you are now motivated in, not drafted in. Hallelujah. I pray you will not run out again. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The demon was begging Jesus. Okay, let's, we, 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 we stay. Jesus wanted to send them to the wilderness. They said, let us go into the swine, into the pigs. Let me say this. How many of you know, I've read a little bit about the Jews. The Jews don't raise pigs. In fact, they can't touch pigs. If pigs enter into their house, they need seven days cleansing. So, Jews don't raise pigs. But this guy is from the troop of God, uh, God, one of the sons of Jacob. So, the devil took him from the city and took him across the river. Now, it is not the Jews raising the pigs. It was the unbelievers. Hallelujah. But when Jesus said, okay, you spirit, you are begging. You want to go into the pigs. 
Okay, you can go. The pigs even disagree. And the pigs were ready to commit suicide. All the pigs died though. Can I tell you the spirit didn't die? <laughs> the pigs died. They entered into the river and they committed, they were ready to die than to carry the spirit that is in one man. A whole troop, I mean, a whole uh, swine. When they say swine, they were like 10,000 pigs. Were ready to die for the spirit one man carried. Can I tell you, please? People carry a lot of spirit around you. And that is why you cannot afford to be prayerless. That is why you cannot afford to be careless. They are, they, they, the Bible says the devil, they are like a roaring lion. Looking for whom they will devour. And they will pounce on anybody who is careless. One of the ways the devil pounces on us is when he dissociates you from where you belong. You begin to see, your, you know, where I started from, you see, you see your mother as a witch. Maybe you try to get one of your siblings to agree. And that one said, no, mama cannot be witch. How many people have explained what I'm trying to say? And when you say mama cannot be witch, you decide not to talk to them. You answer everybody are the same. Maybe mama has bewitched them. And so you stay on your own. Hallelujah. Maybe pastor is preaching like I'm preaching today. And he said, maybe mama is not even a witch. He said, that place, they don't even believe God. Before you know, you go back into your shell. You sit at home. Everyone is wrong. You are the only one that is right. Whatever advice anybody give you is not correct. Listen, children of God, don't allow the devil to take you away from your place of joy. Don't allow the enemy to take you away from where God has planted you. Look at what the devil does, the demon. He controls the behavior of this guy. Because look at, after the devil left him, the Bible says he sat down quietly. He was dressed. He was ready to serve God. But this is the same man that is using metal to cut himself. This is the same man who is sleeping among the dead. Jesus had to separate the spirit from the man. The demon from the man. The challenge most of us face is we have a regional spirit that controls our life. We have a regional spirit or what we call the demon, the negative spirit that take over our life. In this text we see the, the demon speaking, begging Jesus. Oh, do not destroy us. Do not let us go. Do not look at this. Pig was even ready to drown. Why we pick not want to take a spirit and some people will take it? Is it blessing that is making you to behave the way you are behaving? Is it the glory of UK? UK has no glory. 
Only God has the glory. Only Jehovah has the glory. Jesus crossed to the other side for two things. Number one, to cross over from the Jews to the unbelievers. Number two, he crossed over to set somebody free. There's a crossing over taking place this afternoon. Somebody needs to be free. Jesus rebuked the wind. The wind answered. Do you know you can rebuke the wind? Hallelujah. Jesus asked the spirit. You know, Pastor, it's coming in church now. People are doing deliverance. The old church will be listening to the devil and the pastor discussing. What is your name? We are many. They will send you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I want you to know is the enemy already see you coming. Let me, let me, I'm going to land up here. Five minutes. The enemy already see you stepping to the next level. That is why he sent a wrong relationship your way. Do, do, am I talking to, the, the devil already see you making it in UK. That is why he make your settlement difficult. Am I talking to somebody? The, the, the devil already knows you have a great destiny. That is why he sent his troop to attack you before you come in. That is why he sent the sickness to slow you down. <laughs> oh my God. The storm is a result of slowing Jesus down. Jesus did not care. He was sleeping. Baba was snoring. Oh, I traveled with one of my bishops one time. Holy Ghost. The man slept in the lobby. He, was, he, 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 he nearly managed just a chair to a first class lounge. I don't know why it was so full that day. He just managed the place. When he started snoring, everybody left him. Everybody left you know where he was? Instead of the man to be careful, he just rest himself better. Where are they led? I just sleep. Hallelujah. Left me and him. Me, Seb, I mean, I was grafted into first class lounge. I was not traveling first class. I just take another level, lay down because the place is empty. Can you sleep and snow? When the devil is throwing the basket, is throwing the hammer, is throwing everything. Listen to me, if the devil is on rampage about your matter, it's because you are going somewhere big. Am I talking to somebody? If the devil has not left that region, it's because there's a great destiny in that region. I, I, I was talking to a lady. I said, do you know why you have not married yet? I said, the devil knows the day you marry, his empire in your life is collapsed. So if we enter into wrong men that has no business we settle down with you to treat you and pamper you the day you expect them to propose they will leg it. It is, is do you know the devil can give you visa to Canada to unsettle you? The devil can give you a big job 
to take you away from your destiny. <laughs> do, do, do you understand what I'm trying to say? What did the, the devil saw him coming and they put every storm, they throw everything, but Jesus knew what he's about to face. Jesus knew I will cross over this. Uh, nothing will deter me. Nothing will stop me. He said, when I get there, they will know I get there. You will surely get there in the name of Jesus. The enemy is tormenting you because of what is coming. Who remember the scripture I gave you when I started the first scripture? The you should remember. Genesis 40, 49 verse. There is a prophecy for the man in the book of Genesis. Only to be fulfilled in the book of Luke. Genesis 19 Verse 19, uh, 49, 19. When Jacob was placing curse upon his children, he looked at God. He said, God, he said, a troop will overcome you. He said, you are a great guy, but in the journey to your destiny, you will be overcome by a troop. You will be overcome by a legion. He said, but you will overcome at last. So when the legion was attacking, when the legion was doing it, listen, in fulfilling your prophecy, the devil can use anything. The devil can use your doctor to increase your delay. Am I talking to somebody? The devil can use anything. The devil can use the, 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 the car you bought to cause you a delay. The devil can use your seriousness for God to cause a delay. One time I was traveling to Africa. That was the time I used to fly to Africa. Is it twice a month to cover for the headquarter church? And so I was flying. I finished work. I need to do some things. My flight is 10 and Virgin. And I need to get to airport. And I left home about 7, thinking I would get there by 8. By the time I get to 813 causing it to the first tunnel, not the small, tunnel, the longer one. Black hole. Every, no, not the black hole. Uh, I love dog. I love dog or whatever. I love dog or I love pig or whatever. And the traffic was so massive, and I saw police and it going, going, going. I don't know what, I can't have another car. I just climbed the sideways. Continue to go. Say, they will seize this car today. And, and the police just stood in front of me and I passed. He said, What's wrong with you? What do you think you are doing? <laughs> I was speaking in tongues. I don't even know what to do. When I came out, I said, Sir, I have a flight to catch by eight. I said, If I'm not at the airport by eight, I will miss the flight. And I said, I have a meeting first thing tomorrow morning. The Holy Spirit took over for the first time. Uh, and the man just stood there and just said, put your hazard light on and drive follow me. And he was going. And I was driving. And then when we finished where the accident was, he just said go. And because accidents slow everybody down, I just to let it go. God will make a way for you where there's no way. 
the enemy will throw anything at you to stop you. Do you know where you are going? Until you know where you are going, your prophecy will be attacked. Your journey will be delayed. The devil will use anything. Every big destiny is preceded with a storm. Every big destiny. Every person going somewhere will fight a battle. Anyone going anywhere will fight a battle. If you don't want to fight a battle, you are not going anywhere. Am I talking to somebody? In London, on, when Jesus has finished with the man, Jesus set him free. What did the Bible say? I think it's verse 36 or so, or 37. They were saying, Jesus, leave us. Imagine. 36. Okay. The whole multitude of the country of the gathering ran about, besought him to depart from them. You saw somebody who said somebody who is locked up in prison of self. And you said, leave us alone. How many communities has fought against church? Huh? How many of us here standing here have preached against born again in our family before? If you are not, I've done one. My uncle got born again deeper life on the day of his marriage. This bro, this bro will drink beer like. You know those who will finish your beer and go and buy more when you are doing wedding to make sure everybody is drunk. A year before his marriage, he got born again, became deeper life. And the day of his marriage, he's supposed not to invite us. He now invited us. Well, I got there. I was the youngest of all the uncles, so they sent me to him to go and tell him. So I said, Egbo, ah. Why did you invite us? He said, I'm inviting to my wedding. Is there anything wrong? Then why don't you buy beer? You, I said, bro, you drank all the beer of everybody. It is now your home because you are an accountant. Accountants are difficult to deal with. Though. I, <laughs> I said, because you are an accountant, you now put accounting to it. You now buy Coke. By surprise, seven no. He just he just looked at me and said, God will forgive me. He said, One day you'll be born again like me. I said, Leave that thing. The uh, the advisors that sent me all country money, bring beer in the path. We are they were all praying for us. And they were, they were just drinking beer. On my wedding day, there was no single beer. He came. Did I not tell you that God will arrest you one day? <laughs> May God arrest you. We are you are messing around in the name of Jesus. Some people cannot say amen. Hallelujah. What I'm saying is this do not be the master of yourself when God has not put you in the location. Let me talk a little bit scientifically. Depression is real. Don't be a man by yourself and yourself alone. 
when there are issues, please share it with people around you. Hallelujah. How many of us believe that depression is real? How many of you have seen people around you that go into serious depression? Depression is real. A doctor left his practice, practice in Lagos, was driving a brand new car, and he drove to, up to the third mainland bridge, and he parked his car, and he jumped into the river because a voice spoke to him to jump. When the devil puts you into a corner, voices begin to speak. Voices you never planned for begin to speak. I pray for you, every evil voice that wants to speak, may God remove them today in the name of Jesus. May evil set you free today in the name of Jesus. Let's do this and then we go. Isaiah 46 verse 3 and 4 and then we pray. I see somebody being set free. Please, at work, when they correct you, they don't hate you. Take every correction with love. Don't become a man of yourself by yourself and yourself alone. Hallelujah. If you are a man here and your wife is becoming lonely, be close. Depression is real. If your child begins to say, nobody like me, nobody love me, it's the first sign of depression. Depression has no age boundary. Hallelujah. Be close to your parents. Speak to them. Hallelujah. Youth, be your parents' friends. If they are withdrawn, go to them. Mom is okay. If they are not talking, get my number, call me. Get mama's number, call mama. Oh, mama, can you talk to my mom? It seems like not, something is not right. Isaiah 46, verse 3. I want us to read it together. We went to read. Do we have another version that that's a proper English? As well if we have message Bible. Is there anybody teaching in the children's section today? Ah, that's good. Hallelujah. That's children's section every one of us needs to be involved though. Let me know when it is my time. I go and preach there. I, tell you. I thought Baraki was going there today, really. Hallelujah. Message Bible says, is that, no, that's not Message Bible. Huh? American version. It's acting unto me. Let me read it in my own version and then we'll read this. It's a listening to me. Family of Jacob. Everyone that is left of the family of Israel, I'll be carrying you on my back from the day you are born. I will keep on carrying you when you are old. I will be there bearing you when you are old and gray. I have done it. And we keep on doing it. Carrying you on my back, saving you. This is a different version, but we are going to use this. What the Bible says, I should tell somebody today, God said, whatever the situation you are, he said, I'll be carrying you and I will not drop you. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody, look at the problem you are going through. Just look at the problem you are going through. I mean, don't, I mean, 
problems are not physical. Then look at God. Which one is bigger? Huh? Which one can swallow another one? God can swallow that. God will swallow your problem. God will not even know that you swallow anything. Our brothers are saying today, say, they say we should do our hand like this. Huh? I have a very big God. I have a massive God who can swallow everything. God said, I'll be carrying you from the womb. I will keep on carrying you. What is that issue? Bow your heads and just talk to God. About that particular issue that's making you to cry. Just talk to God about that issue. I'm not going to get you to stand up, George. We are, you are talking about that issue. What is making you to cry? Please be sincere with God. What makes you think you are alone in this battle that God is, is like God has abandoned you? At times, me, me preaching to you, at times I feel that way. At times I feel, God, why are you not answering this immediately? Thus, God, talk to God. God, this is not what I bargained for. Just talk to him. Lord, this is not what I bargained for. I'm crossing over to your side today, oh God. But nothing that is left in your hands is abandoned. Nothing that is left in your hands is left unattended to. I'm crossing over to you today. Lord, I am handling over this load. Hand over that load. That marital issue, hand it over. That your health issue, hand it over. Hand it over. That career issue, hand it over. That job issue, hand it over. I say, God, this job, I can't do it. Do it for me. Talk to God, the journey is becoming tough to work on. Lord, we are cannot take this step. Carry me yourself. Just talk to God. That as he sang, he said, you carry me when some carry their God. When some leave their God. Fight for their God. Just talk to God. God, you know they use me, they play. This is my matter, you will not use it to play. Lord, I don't want this half of the year to go past without having solution to this. Just talk to him. Lord, you can answer it. Failure should never be my portion anymore. Lord, I should not fail anymore. Nobody celebrates failure in you, oh God. I want to celebrate daily on you with you, oh God. Help me, Lord. Just talk to him. Ask God to showcase you with a miracle. Lord, showcase my life with a miracle. Separate the spirit from me. Wicked spirit from me. Stagnating spirit, separate it from me. 
I am crossing over from failure to success. Crossing over from delay to speed. I'm crossing over from lack to having more than enough. Somebody should ask for a big job this month. A big repositioning. A big opening. This month. Ask God to do something in you. That you yourself will know this is God. Let God connect you. The one chance that give unlimited breakthrough, let God give it to you. Ask God. What make all the enemy to suddenly be combined and, and beg? Lord, give me that miracle. Thank you, Father. Lord, my Father, we come to you as a church. We come to you as individual. Some of us are at the tight corner. We are. We don't know where to turn to. We just wake up, go to work, not happy. We come back home, not happy. But Lord, there's happiness in you. There's breakthrough in you. There is fulfillment in you. Lord, perfect your work in our life in the name of Jesus. You went looking for that man of the gathering yourself, you went looking for him and you set him free. You deliver him for his people. Locate us to the hooker. Set us free. You said in this scripture, you said you, are, you will carry us. You will deliver us. You said you've done it before, you will still do it again. Lord, do it for us, oh God. Let your grace be upon our life. Thank you, mighty Father. We worship you, adore you. In Jesus' majestic name we pray. Let's put our hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen.